What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Docu Scouts. I'm Nick Wages, and here's Isaiah Fox. Hello. And we have a special guest here this week, Lindsay Jones, my roommate. So we have two, um, I guess, unfortunate docu-series, both on Netflix. One's about Jeffrey Epstein. One's about DSK, Dominique Strauss-Kahn. He's going to be the president of France. Um, the first one we'll talk about is a docu-series on Netflix called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Let me just go over to the little description. So stories from sur- survivors fuel an examination of how convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein uses his wealth and power to carry out his abuses. Um, that sums it up pretty well. It's a series, four episodes, got 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fox, what did you think about this series? Yeah, I mean, this is the first time we covered a big docu-series like this, a four-part, and each episode makes you cringe more and more. Um, this was made by James Patterson. Uh, he's a big-time novelist. Uh, he's written a lot of books that get turned into movies mystery thrillers, things like that. He did a great job of really just dissecting all the information and it's pretty disgusting. A couple of things that jump out is these are all like super underage girls that are getting taken advantage of. I mean, under 15. Um, His accomplice is his girlfriend, Miss Maxwell, that basically recruits these women to take advantage, these young girls to take advantage of. And it happens over different countries and continents. Um, The allegations about Prince Andrew, the pictures of Epstein with Trump and Clinton, it's just this theme of rich people getting off on and being able to get away with crazy stuff. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. uh, This guy's a total trash can of a human um you, you summed it up well uh Lindsay what do you think about this docuseries um I mean I think it just sheds light on how rich white men can pretty much get away with anything um you know not only did he take away you know take advantage of young girls but they were in they were all of them came from messed up backgrounds. Um, and then he, he was, um, you know, had relations with girls that were 12 years old and then introduced these girls to other men of power and then blackmailed those men in power, um, to gain more power. Yeah. He, uh, Another way of just abusing the power. So he's picking on like 12, 13 year old girls and then their friends. But Alex Acosta, the prosecutor, is enabling him to leave prison in the middle of the day. Alex Acosta is then appointed like something in Trump's cabinet, one of the most born people in America. I mean, it's just like he's a total trash can, but then like everyone's just allowing him to do it. And then the people losing in the situations, the 12 and 13 year old girls in already unfortunate situations. So that's all gross, messed up. I mean, it's a downer of a movie to get to the rating. Uh, very well done. It's a seven and a half. I mean, you could give it a 10. It's just extremely well done. Um, it's good. Yeah. Fox, what did you think? Yeah, our first docuseries covered four parts. It's really good. Um, another shout out to James Patterson on just doing all the research and getting it out to the public. Um, I'm going to give this an 8.0. Um a lot of times we cover these docu-series and it makes you want to research the subject 
more, but on this one, you really don't. You kind of just want to watch it and get it over with and watch something funny afterward because it's pretty nasty stuff. So I gave it an 8.0. Cool. And Lindsay, what did you, what would you give it? Uh, I'm thinking, I said nine, I was thinking nine, but I think 9.5. I mean, I, I absolutely loved this and how they focused completely on the victims and let the victims share their story and reminded us about all the abuse they received even after the sexual abuse from Jeffrey Epstein that they got from the lawyers. Um, just, and the government, uh, you know, they were called prostitutes um, after that. They're, you know, these are girl, underage girls. They're not prostitutes. And it's pretty wild. So as we move to the second film, how similar these, the two guys are and how, you know, the stories are pretty much similar as we probably see throughout the world. But the second film docuseries, Room 2806, Accusation, there's no, uh, there's no Rotten Tomatoes rating yet. It just came out. Um, it, it was it, it was made by a French uh, producer. Was it Jaleel Lespert? Um, so it's it's half in French, half in English. Um, so essentially, it's about a a a uh, a cleaner in a hotel in New York, very fancy hotel. She's sexually abused by Dominique Strauss Kahn, who was eventually going to be the president of France. This is in 2011. Um, DSK, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, was on the plane flying back to Paris. They took him off the plane as it was at JFK and, you know, goes through the case, goes through as they attack the victim, as we just talked about. Um, it's extremely interesting, frustrating. It's very well done. Fox, what did you think about this docuseries? Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's very similar to the Epstein one in the sense of the theme of these rich, powerful men being able to get away with a bunch of stuff. I thought that the DSK one was, some aspects of it were more interesting. I did not know his full background. Um, I didn't know he was running for, had it was, could be the future president of France. Mm -hmm. At the time of the story, I knew some, I knew of the story, but didn't know how deep it went. Yeah, a couple of things jump off real quick and I'll just throw it out there. Uh, I was curious watching this, what would have happened if the accuser was a young white woman from Michigan or something like that? And, and that's not necessarily black and white. It might be like immigrant hotel worker versus American with a different type of job. But that jumped out. I'm curious what would have happened if this allegation would have happened during the Me Too movement, like if it would have happened in the last three or four years. Um like DSK is described as a womanizer, as a, um, they say he's a seducer. Um, they don't get, they don't define him as creepy as the Epstein documentary defines Epstein. Um, I'm curious how Lindsay feels about that, but yeah, I thought this was really well done. Another shout out to Jaleel Lespert. I hope I'm saying his name right. Cause the, these docu-series are fun because each episode, they're giving you so much more information than just reading the headline and stuff like that. So I thought that aspect of it was was really cool to watch, cool to watch in, in this setting. So similar themes, though, um, kind of bat, dev, definitely discussing stuff to talk about. And the, the common theme of rich dudes getting off and the common theme of the victims still getting victimized after the fact is brutal. Lindsay, what do you think about this docu-series? 
Uh, I mean, and just to continue on what you were saying, it's preying on the weak. You know, she's an immigrant. um, And in the Epstein Maxwell case, these were young girls that came from bad neighborhoods. Um, You know, they don't, both of these, all of these women uh, didn't know any better. And it makes sense that they were scared to speak up or didn't know what to do at the time. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it was really well done. And I just love the fact that they're letting the victims have a platform that everybody can hear beyond the headlines. Yeah. I mean, so these people who make these movies, they are obviously, they're making it, they're assembling it, doing everything, but they're also just giving them the platform to speak. So you could have a, you could have like a flip camera on your cell phone and take these videos and they're going to be amazing hearing these victims talk, share their story, the passion that they share and the hurt that they share in a lot of these, unfortunately, but uh, they do a great job with just kind of giving the victim the Diallo. I don't know if that was the first or last name, the floor to tell her story because she was attacked over and over through the media. That was one of the things the defense attorneys did. They went at her, went at her character Um, when I had her fiance living in Arizona, all these ridiculous things. I think one thing that was interesting in uh, this movie, just one line that kind of stuck out, was when the defense attorney for DSK, he just confirmed what we all know. He essentially said, uh, more money means better result. I mean, it's like, it's like, should I even be allowed? I mean, I know that's like your job to get him off, but he's just confirming that like the whole system screwed up, that if you have enough money, you pour into it you can get off if you're just on film doing the crime. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does anyone else? Dude, when he thought? says that too, he's like, I remember that scene exactly. And he's, he's so proud of himself. He's so proud. He's like, this is my top five career highlight that I got this dude basically. And by the way, the allegations were dropped by the prosecution in New York city. Right. And in um, the Epstein documentary, it's like the prosecutors, like you mentioned, it's like, yeah, dude, you can go home. You can come in, do a deposition, but then you can go home afterward. You can continue to live your life. It's ridiculous. That that part where Epstein was able to go home and live his life was a huge slap in the face to women everywhere. And then, you know, Trump appoints Alex Acosta, as I said, but he also wished to miss Maxwell well when she was arrested. So there's that. But uh yeah, so DSK, he obviously doesn't become the president of France. He's later caught in a prostitution ring in France. So his and his wife, who is very powerful in France, leaves him eventually, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, and another point. So he had another victim in France. She was a journalist. She kind of mentioned this was the start of the Me Too movement, the modern day Me Too movement. This was one of the things that happened where I think people looked at her like, that's messed up. We need to make some changes. Um, so that was pretty interesting. I think in the U.S. we saw, I just remember the guy being taken off the plane. I'm like, that's really strange. And like, that was it. It was done. But uh, this story had a way bigger impact than I think any of us in the U.S. know. Um, Absolutely. So to rate this movie, I would give it a eight and a half, um, a little bit higher than the Jeffrey I've seen, but you're, you know, ranking two trash cans. I just like that this guy like... <laughs> was uh i like the international relations aspects the the imf bank he's in france all that dynamics i think is really cool it's just he's just total trash bag but fox what would you rate this i'm going quick with you 8.5 the 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 parts of this 
case that I did not know made it slightly more interesting um, as a new watch for me. Um, I'm very more familiar with Epstein case, which is disgusting. Um, both of them are, but the parts about all the stuff I did not know made the DSK, which is um, slightly better, 8.5 for me. And uh, Lindsay, what do you think? I would give it a 6.5. Um, just, I mean, it's a great story that needs to be told. You know, I think the content was good. I just, for some reason, it, the, the actual documentary didn't captivate me. I think it could have been told in a better way. Um, but the story itself. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. you won't rape the stories. Yeah. It's like you can't <laughs> right. like, Yeah, I'm not yeah, going like, to so, say what's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Doc documentary 6.5. So uh, we'll start. So we're going to do new segments now. We're going to do what doc would you watch? Should you watch? And for me, um, yes, Room 2806 is a little more dense. It's slower. There's a lot of subtitles. Uh, for me, I would rather watch 2806. My personality, I like kind of digging deep on certain things. It's a little more detail-oriented when Jeffrey Epstein's film is a little more uh, bigger picture onto the freakiness of Jeffrey Epstein when this is about the dynamics of being arrested overseas, how these these law situations type work. So for me, I would choose Room 2806 out of these two. Fox, what about you? Dude. <clears throat> Wow, you're such an internationalist. I know I rank DSK higher, 8.5, and Epstein, 8.0, but Lindsay just said something that I totally agree with. The Epstein one is slightly more captivating. Yeah. Maybe the intro to the documentary on a technical level is, was, uh, I don't know, the graphics were really good on it. Obviously, the story sucked, but the way it was made. Um, and then, you know, the DSK, man, it had subtitles in it, which... Uh, I would rather watch something with no subtitles, dude. So I, if you had to pick one to watch, I think you watch the Epstein one over DSK. That's my opinion. And Lindsay, what do you think? I would agree. Um, I think just being a woman, I loved hearing from so many different women in the Epstein uh, documentary. Um, just so many different stories, so many different backgrounds. Um, but I do agree with you on the international aspect. Um, that's, that was very interesting. And maybe it wasn't as captivating to me just because I didn't know as much about it going into it. So that's, uh, that's it. We got two votes for Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, one vote for 2806, The Accusation, both on Netflix, both very well docu-series. Um, that's another episode. Thanks, Lindsay Jones, for coming on. Lindsay Jones, thank for you. Me. And uh, we're going to have more episodes really soon. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody.